we feed each other. It's just like stuffing food in some other, <laughs> in others' mouths. People find that weird, but like I think it's a good tradition, and like it gets you closer. Anthony Bourdain, like from CNN, he went he went to Ethiopia actually, and he found that very weird, like just stuffing food in other person's mouths. But like it's it's how we share love. Right? Yeah, it's how we love, how we share. <laughs> My name is Dee Dee Madigan, and you are listening to another episode of Home Plates. This week in the studio, we are talking all about Ethiopian food. You may have noticed that there are many Ethiopian restaurants around Seattle due to the large Ethiopian community. I have two guests on, and one is from Ethiopia, and the other is from Eritrea, which is a small country that borders Ethiopia to the north. They give their best restaurant recommendations, and they talk about Ethiopian coffee. Don't forget to subscribe. New episodes are out every Wednesday. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Stay tuned, you're listening to Home Plates. Today in the studio with me, I have two lovely guests from the Ethiopian and Eritrean Student Associations, that was called, or Union? Union. 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 Okay. Well, and they're here in the studio to talk to me all about the food from their cultures and countries. And I am very excited. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Okay. I'm Miriam Grimai. I'm from Eritrea. And I have been in USA for more than four years. And I was in Ethiopia for like three months too. And I'm studying mechanical engineering. And I'm a, I'm a sophomore. Hello, my name is Frawin Burga. I'm from Ethiopia. I have been living in Seattle for two years, so I haven't been here for a long time. Uh, I'm a freshman studying bioengineering. So first off, I know like you might be able to speak more on this, but there's definitely like an Ethiopian and Eritrean community in Seattle. But I personally have like not had much interaction with any of that community, whether just going to events or just like learning more. So I would love it if you could kind of just talk about the overall cultures and mainly I'm wondering how Ethiopia and Eritrea differ. Um, I guess I can speak to the Ethiopian community at Seattle. There's actually a pretty large amount of Ethiopians in Seattle. I think it's like number three or four in the United States. Uh, we have the Ethiopian Community Center in uh, around Rainier Avenue. The community is pretty large here in Seattle. We, the, uh, the Community Center at Rainier, they do lots of activities related to the culture. They have like summer uh, programs for kids. They teach Amharic to those kids who are born here. So the community is pretty large. But here at UW, as far as I know, there hasn't been like a like uh, an ERISO specifically for the Ethiopian and Eritrean com- community, and this was the first one, the Ethiopian and Eritrean Student Union. Maybe that's part of the reason why a lot of people might not know a lot about the community here. Plus, there are a lot of restaurants, especially like on Cherry Avenue. A lot of people actually know pretty, like a vast number of uh, Ethiopian foods. People would ask me where, which restaurants they want to go, what foods they want to try. And I took a lot of my friends, my non-Ethiopian friends, to 
those places and they, they love the, the that's my take in <laughs> the community here. Okay, and to speak about the Eritrean community, as in Rainer, and they, same thing as Ethiopian community, they teach children to speak like Tigrinya or other Eritrean language, dances, and they also teach them how to cook, and they teach them like the tradition, culture, because there's a lot of kids who was born here, and they don't know a lot about like how's life back there, and they try to con to connect them with like how it look like about um, Eritrea. They're a good community, and to speak about overall, the EESU is Eritrean in the Ethiopian Community Center, and we have it in Nidab, like because Eritrea and Ethiopia is two different countries, but we share a lot of cultures, so we made it like one because we can share and learn from each other. And how do the two countries? I, I was trying to figure out like. Was there a divide somehow that like were they was it one territory ever or a, is it divided sort of around ethnic lines or religious? Is there a religious divide? Uh, not really. I mean, it's they have similar like religion and culture and tradition, but they're two different countries. Okay. Yeah. Well then, um, let's dive into the food part because yes. that's the most fun part of mm -hmm. this. It's, it's what this podcast is about. So. <laughs> So yeah, so let's start with uh, when I was doing research for this episode, uh, I haven't had Ethiopian food before. So every site that I visited was talking about injera. Is that how you pronounce it? Oh, yeah. And just how it's such a staple food. And so do you guys want to describe it and then like talk about the importance of that in like your meals? Okay, injera is like the main food in Eritrea. So it's made out of teff or wheat, either one. So it's like flatbread. So we use it like in every and anything, most of the time, like lunch, dinner, sometimes breakfast, you know? <laughs> and so it's like the most common main food of Eritreans. Uh, just to chime in on what Maria just said, it's just, it's made of tape and it's fermented. Like there's a lot of steps on making like the right injera and it's different in the United States compared to Ethiopia because the tape is not the same it's gluten-free, it has a very high iron concentration, it's pretty good for your health. And it's the same as, you know, how in the burrito you have the, <laughs> the bread part, just like that, we eat it daily. It is part, it's very huge part of who we are and what we eat, yeah. <laughs> Does it have a strong, like, flavor profile? Or is it more something you use, like, say, a tortilla or, like, naan or just a piece of bread to sort of, like, put other stuff on it and like, you know, supplement those. Yeah, it's like the bread thing, the flat bread. So we use like a stew on it, like different kind of stews. We have, most of the time we use like spicy stew, right? Mm -hmm. And we use it like, we use it with that to eat it. So the test for a person who have never had injera, it might be kind of soury because it's fermented, traditionally fermented, but like when you have it often, you be you get used <laughs> to it, yeah. <laughs> so how would you, I guess, describe Ethiopian and Eritrean food to someone who had never been exposed to it before? Like, is there sort of like a commonality between like the cuisine or something that distinguishes it? Yeah, I mean, we basically have similar food and most of them are hot and spicy. So yeah, that's how I would generalize it. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much what Mariam just said. Like in Ethiopia, even though injera is a common food, 
every region, there are like 80 different ethnic groups in oh, Ethiopia. Wow. And every ethnic group have their own way of eating, their way of expressing themselves. It, it might be different from one ethnic group to the other, but in Java is the common one. For instance, I'm from an ethnic group called Gurage, and our common food is or something called kitfo risgojo. If you go to like the rural places of where my ethnic group is originated, people don't eat injala as often as people maybe in Addis or other parts of the country. But injala is the very core part of what we eat. We add stew on it, different types of stew. It's pretty much the same with the food in Eritrea. You talked about bringing friends who weren't Ethiopian to some of your favorite places. Can both of you talk about some of your favorite restaurants around here that you would recommend people to go to? <laughs> I like Sawa, Ethiopian restaurant. I go there a lot for tips or tipsy. And Wonder for like Bayano too, or it's veggie combo. So like they have a lot of veggie, good veggies. And there's this one which is not like a very known restaurant. It's on Otiolo. I think its name is Momona, and they have a good fit fit. It's like <laughs> bread, shredded bread, and they like they serve it's spicy shredded bread, and they serve it with yogurt. That's one of my favorite restaurants too. For me, uh, I guess my favorite one is Agalgad. It's on Cherry. It's an Ethiopian restaurant. That's basically where I go to, yeah. and I go to wonder with Mariam actually a lot, yeah. <laughs> to go and eat like. Um, uh, food like a uh, veggie combo, we have like a uh, food called Misser, Shiro, Gomen. There's a lot. <laughs> a a lot. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot you can eat. That's my favorite. And I, the tips at um, Agalgil is pretty good. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> I think they have uh, Agalgil, one of my favorites, Quanta oh, yeah. It's like tips, but it's like sh- with shredding jar on it. And that's one of my favorites. I love Agalgil too. <laughs> Good to know. And then what um, what would you recommend people order then if they hadn't experienced Ethiopian food? Like what's a dish that's like, try this. It's like sort of yeah. like something everyone likes. Yeah. Like I mentioned, if they go to Saba, <laughs> they should try tips, like okay. spicy tips. And if they go to Wonder, they should try veggie combo. It's like it came from with shiro, like fresh aid, mm-hmm. shiro, bison, what else? There's a lot of things all together in one dish. That's a good one, I think. Uh-huh. And for Momona, they should try the shredded bread called fata. Okay. It's like very common in Asia, especially from where I came from, Asmara. Fata is like shredded bread with spicy, spicy like oily food, stewed mm. and yogurt on it. That's one of my favorite. Sounds good. The yogurt would balance out the spice. Yeah, okay. true. Okay. I would say people should try Dorowet. Okay. It's it's very spicy, very <laughs> authentic. Like the spicy part of the Dorowet is like uh, this thing called Burberry, and it, it has a very long process of making Burberry, the spice itself. And it's basically a stew with chicken, but the spicy part, that is very, very unique. And I think people should try that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm very eager to try some Ethiopian oh, yeah. food. I've been meaning to try some, but uh, I just haven't gone around to it. Mm-hmm. I was reading, too, about some of the customs for the eating Ethiopian food. 
And one of them was that you only, like, eat with your, or you're supposed to only eat with your right hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, that's, that's true for some other cultures, too, I think. So what's the reason behind that? Um, I'm not really sure, but they say it shows respect to the whole, like, to the people who are eating with you. Yeah. But I don't know what's the history behind it. <laughs> I should check. Yeah, it's basically you have, to, like, respect is a very big part of who we are, respecting our elders and mm-hmm. uh, whatnot, and, like, eating with the right food. Like, uh, right thing is usually associated with something positive and all that, right? That is, I think that's part of why people usually eat with the right hand. Unless you're left-handed, for instance. My brother is left-handed, <laughs> not with his right hand. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, like, there's something called gursha. Like, we feed each other. It's just like stuffing food in some other, <laughs> in other smelly. People find that weird, but like, I think it's a good tradition and like, it gets you closer. Anthony Bourdain, like from CNN, he went, he went to Ethiopia actually, and he found that very weird, like just stuffing food in other person's mouths, but like, it's, it's how we share love, right? Yeah, it's how we love, how we share. <laughs> so uh, it's literally just like whoever you're eating with, you just... Yeah. Usually, it. yeah. That would, be, that would be weird if it was a stranger <laughs> just go up and go like... If you eat with like a, a person, like maybe it's friend, your, I don't know, your boyfriend or something, you kind of... It, it's a sign of love. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that. When you like, when you do gursha, if it's someone older than you, you cannot refuse. You cannot say no. Yeah. Oh. And you have to take it three times. Oh, yeah. Two, you two have to three times. Two or if you three times. One, you, they'd be like, oh, no, this is not good. Yeah. So, so not, it's not a good sign. They'd be like, uh, so fall in love or something. And yeah. You, they do it again. Uh, you have to do it three so times. So two or three more grusha is like stronger than your love. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Okay, so once is not enough. If it's once is not okay. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like the tradition when we are eating food, we eat in one dish, all of us, like if you're a family, like there's one big dish, there's injera on it, and then the stew, like whatever stew you choose, and then all of us eat together, and like Frey said, they call it gurusha, we call it mukulas. So we do that like to each other sometimes, or we just eat and chat. So it's like... Eating together is like the way you share love and ask about each other. Eating together is a very big part of it. We have this, actually a very large dish. We call it tree. I don't know what the English version. Oh yeah, maybe. Or or dish, yeah. Yeah, and we eat together. You share love, you get to spend time together. And coffee is also a very big part of, I can speak about the Ethiopian culture. Ethiopian coffee is actually pretty expensive here. Like, it is really good. It's one of the top in the world market. And we have this thing called jebena. It's like a clay, uh, a pretty nice-shaped clay. We don't use coffee makers. We use coal, uh, charcoal, to make the coffee. And we have this little ceramic cups. We don't use the mug. The big mm-hmm. mug. We have a little ceramic cups. And there's the coffee goes one round. Then after that, they add an additional water, and it goes the second round. Yeah. And in the third round, and each round has a name. Yeah. Uh, wait, if I can remember that. Our bowl is the first round. Oh, wow. I forgot <laughs> the other two. <laughs> like, our is the first one. Kaleti is the second one. And 
Berakai the third one, Derejai is the fourth one, and like the minimum one is three times, mm -hmm. and the maximum is seven times. Okay. Oh, is there's seven times. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you want to sit there and check. <laughs> is that, um, do you do it, like, when would you do it seven times? Just when you have a lot of time, or is it for, yeah. like, special occasion? Uh, mostly it's like when you have a lot of time and when you are <laughs> just sitting and chilling. So you just sit there and keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But most of the time it's like three to four times. Yeah. I just remember the last one is also called Baraka in, in Amharic. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the coffee ceremony, when you do it, you usually invite neighbors. And it's time where you connect with your community, talk about what's happening around and all that stuff. It's a very good engagement fast is the coffee like ceremony then like it's prior to a meal or is it it's like own thing most time it's like after after meal. lunch right yeah, yeah. after okay. lunch everybody sits down it's a strong coffee like compared to starbucks coffee. oh yeah <laughs> you, you cannot have a mug of yeah. you would just stay up all night that is yeah some people use it like the black version of it like just plain coffee and some people add some milk on it mm -hmm. so yeah most of the time i think they add milk on milk it, right? or sugar if yeah you want. yeah so it's a good sort of like afternoon pick me up it is <laughs> <laughs> are there any places around seattle then that you've uh i don't know is there like a place that like does like ethiopian coffee I've seen one in Wonder. They have this little uh, the thing you make coffee with uh, the clay, a little jebena, and they bring it to you with like the little ceramic cup I was talking about. They do that in Wonder. Where was Wonder? I forgot the location, but <laughs> it was Wonder restaurant. They do it there. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so around Chinatown, right? Like yeah, around above China, Chinatown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if any of the Eritrean restaurants do coffee in their restaurants. That'd be a cool experience, though, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people love it. Yeah. <laughs> you can have it in Starbucks, too. I mean, uh, the Suzala Starbucks have coffee from Yurga Jafe. Yurga Jafe is originally Ethiopia. They have oh. a very good coffee. Yeah? And, like, I, I actually had it once. Sometimes they even have, like, packets of uh, mm -hmm. coffee from, like, farms in Ethiopia, and they sell it in uh, Starbucks. That's so funny. So interesting. It was pretty strong. I had it one. I had one in um, Suzala Starbucks, um, the coffee from Yurga Jafe. It was really strong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are there Starbucks in Ethiopia? No. Have they branched out there or do they not dare because they know their <laughs> coffee is yeah. not suitable? Not really. not really. Like coffee is something, <laughs> for instance, the US, in US, you can drink coffee when you go around it. Like you don't do that in Ethiopia. If you want to drink coffee, you have to mm. sit and like have coffee. Even if, if it's in restaurants in Ethiopia or cafes. You don't like grab a coffee and like drink it in your way to class or something. You just generally don't do that. I love that like other, I just like it says a lot about American culture that I feel like we, so many other cultures have like a point in their like day where they have like a small meal or like, you know, a break where they drink something, have tea or like, you know, oh, yeah. but like here it's, we don't. Yeah, it's just work. But it, it is a nice time though to be able to just like take that break like mentally and then be able to like connect with people, you know, because oh, yeah. we just like really don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's part of why life is not as stressful back home, right? In Pretty much every okay. other country besides Western, <laughs> <laughs> the Western Hemisphere, it's not as stressful. You get time to talk to your family, spend mm -hmm. quality time with your friends. It's not as stressful. Yeah. yeah, I can speak with experience. I'm wondering, do you guys cook 
at all? We do. We do like, cook. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Even we cook in our dorm. Right? Yeah, we do. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we cook uh, most of the time. Tips. Tips yeah. is like some with our wasi and like it's like spicy and not spicy. Um, we do both of them and we eat it with injera. Yeah. We have a pretty good number of Ethiopians and Eritreans where we live, so yeah. we kind of gather around like once every three weeks or something. And we make tabsa, as Mariam just said. Tabsa is just like you like chop uh, uh, like a red meat, then like you cook it with like onion, onions, like um, maybe a garlic, uh, a butter, like the berberry I talked about. If you want to make it spicy, you put that in and okay. you eat it with enjoy and have a great time. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Do you guys have to go to a special store to get stuff for when you cook? Like for spices or whatever. I think we have stuff from home. We yeah, brought from home, yeah. like the berber and all the things we need. We just buy meat. Yeah. From the M. Yeah. Street market. <laughs> <laughs> like the berber, you have to get it from Ethiopia or Eritrea, or like there are people who buy from there and they sell it here. Like there are shops around like South Center where you can buy like any um. Ethiopian Habesha product there. You can buy from there. You cannot find it on the common market. So you guys, you guys came to Seattle. We've been here for like just a few years, not like super long, right? Yeah. Sure. Can you talk a little bit, I guess, the food culture and like, I don't know, um, back in like Ethiopia and Eritrea, just like, are there like just like big differences, I guess, that you miss about like the food culture in those countries compared to like American culture? Because you did talk about how like here you don't like, I mean, here you grab a coffee and you like are on your way back home. That's not a thing. Yeah. Right? Are there other <laughs> things like that where it's like, you know, big differences? Yeah, I mean, in my experience, like, back home, when you eat, like, all of, like, the whole family, like, the whole family, like, it's a big family, you know? We eat together, we drink together, it's, we spend too much time together, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And here, like, even if I went home, like, someone is working, someone is at school, so I have to eat by myself, you know? And on the coffee ceremony-wise, we, back home was, like, that thing was happening almost every day. Here, like, mostly every <laughs> Sunday holiday. or every holiday <laughs> or whenever, like, all of us are free so we can get together and drink it and have fun together. So I feel there's less social life here, mm. like, rather than back home. For me, in terms of food, we, like, I pretty much, when I was in uh, at home, I pretty much eat the same food I used to eat in Ethiopia. You can make any Ethiopian food at home. We don't... You, like uh, cook American food at all. Mm -hmm. That's why like transition to you dabbing eating food here was kind of hard with, uh, <laughs> to start with. I was very, uh, it was kind of challenging, but I'm used to it right now. In terms of like socializing, uh, in Ethiopia we eat together. Like here I just just go and grab food from the the fridge and just eat. I don't expect anyone to eat with me or wait for other people. That that is. Oh, it's different, right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. But like for my family, every Friday we have like this get together thing. My like friends of my father's come in and we kind of eat together every Friday. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Can you talk about that challenge of like you know getting adjusted to American food? Like, are there any I guess meals or foods that surprised you or grossed you out? <laughs> any fun stories there? Oh, for me, like, I'm so picky. 
So I don't eat something if I didn't like, like even like if I if I didn't like the visualize snagger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and the smell. So I don't just eat it. So I have to like it before I eat it. You know? <laughs> so I never experienced some like a huge challenge. Most of the time, I like whatever I like. For me, like actually, a lot of the food here are also found in Ethiopia, like a pizza, burger. Like a lot of the food are found mm-hmm. in Ethiopia, but mm-hmm. like not a lot of uh, the population consumes it there. Like for me. Turkey. Oh, I still don't like Turkey. Like <laughs> I just have I a very <laughs> bad experience with it. And like, for instance, pork in Ethiopia, most of the population just don't eat pork at all. And like here, coming here, like eating a pepperoni pizza and all that stuff. I like it now, but like it was a pretty tough adjustment. Traditionally and uh, religion, religion wise, it like. People just don't eat pork there. It's restricted. Yeah. Religious, right? Yeah. Religion restriction thing. I don't eat it at all. And I used to eat it back home. Like, <laughs> it's like the other way around, right? Yeah. So I used to eat it back home. And when I came here, I'm like, I learned all these things. I'm like, okay, I can stop it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's fine. I mean, yeah. I don't mind not eating pork at all. <laughs> Do you remember your first meal you had when uh, you first arrived in the U.S.? I think I had Ethiopian food actually. <laughs> they, they prepared, like, but like I started school like um, in about like three days or so. I think the first food I had like in uh, my high school at Mount Rainier, there was like four lines and like the only food I knew was like the pizza and the burger. <laughs> like, I just go to the burger line and like just grab the burger. That's <laughs> like the first American food I had. Yeah. Yeah. When I first got got here, I ate the Eritrean food, Dorhowet. Oh, wow. So, because it's like, you know, we know, we do the doro, dorho, to like honor someone, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like someone that has value and stuff. So when I came here, my mom did that and I ate it. And then after that, my brothers took me to McDonald's. <laughs> oh, I have a McDonald's I, story too. <laughs> and I tried a cheesecake. <laughs> Was it cheese something? Yeah, cheeseburger? Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, yeah. I don't like it. I like the other one. The chicken, chicken nuggets. So like for me, the, I think the second day when we went to like the district, uh, the school district, like to talk about transcripts and whatnot, like uh, my uncle took us to McDonald's, <laughs> and I had like I was like, okay, I can just order the like the meal version of uh, like a cheeseburger. Like I think so. Like I did not like it at all. Like yeah. I, I, I never went to McDonald's from that point on. That was that was. I, I just had to throw the whole thing away. I could not. Eat. <laughs> Do you like other cheeseburgers though, or? I eat burgers here. Like the burgers uh-huh. here, like at the yeah. end is fine. But like McDonald's. <laughs> I used yeah. to eat burger back in too. I love the burger there. Like, but like McDonald's, like, there's just something to it. Like, I cannot eat McDonald's burger I, I, at all. I, I don't think it's good. Especially the cheeseburger in McDonald's. My brother likes it. That's why he <laughs> ordered the same thing to me, and I don't like it. But I like the mixed chicken. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, and McDonald's is not a great, uh, great food. Not great quality, at least. Yeah, <laughs> I think I hate it for good reasons. So. Yeah, yeah, honestly, it's a, it's a probably <laughs> better you? that you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> is there a, a culture of street food in uh, Ethiopia and Eritrea? Uh, street food. Okay, we have like uh, French fries 
on the street as a street food. And there is also this other oh no. something like donuts. Nufro. Nufro. Like they send it uh it's like um oh I don't know what it is in English actually. They they it's it's uh they boil it. They they first put it in a water when the size increase they uh boil it under uh, like a certain temperature and they like took out take out the water and like they sell the nuffle on the street and people buy it like when they walk around like 5 p.m. or something. Yeah. Yeah, in Eritrea there is meklil, which is something like sambusa, but it oh. doesn't have the sambusa part inside, just the outside part. And there is um dabokolo, it's oh, made, yeah. out, made out of a, how is it? Uh, it's just like, like some wheat. Wheat, yeah. Yeah, like sweet things, you know. And we have popol, the same thing with dabokolo, it's more sweeter. And <laughs> sambusa, oh yeah, that was um, yeah sambusa, especially on the Ramadan. Oh yeah, around yeah. the Muslim Ramadan uh, holiday, they sell a lot of sambusa on the street. There's this thing called also pasti. It's basically like uh, a flower, just thrown in like a, <laughs> an oil, and like you take it out, and it's it's food. <laughs> I know, I have tried that. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that is that is some of the sweet. And you have food, yeah. to dip it in sugar, right? Kind of, ah, no, I, I don't know. Maybe sometimes, okay. but I haven't had that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess you mentioned Ramadan. Um, we could talk about that. So, like, big food holidays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the big food holidays we have, if you're Christian, it's Easter. Because we have to fast for 40 days. Like, after the fasting is over, and on the day of Easter, we eat a lot of food. So, yeah. it's like, I feel like it's just... Yeah. Besides the religion aspect of it, a lot of food we eat, dawet, we eat all, all types of food. For Muslims, after the, like, uh, during Ramadan, uh, after the sunset, we, I actually have uh, Muslim friends in Ethiopia, so I just go to their house <laughs> and enjoy, like, a pretty good food every day, actually, yeah. <laughs> Same, yeah. I was in Sudan at some part of my life. So Ramadan is like a big part of like Sudan because it's like a Muslim country. Okay, Frey said after the sunset, yeah. uh, Ramadan, like they put the food outside in the street. <laughs> like they sit out outside and then they put food and then everyone is passing. They, you can sit with them and they eat. Oh. So that was my favorite part. And yeah, Eastern is one of the big Christian holidays too. Okay. We eat a lot of doro. We eat a lot of doro. Chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of chocolates, then, are there uh, any good Ethiopian desserts that uh, we should know about? Desserts? I think all of them are American food, right? Yeah, we oh. have a cake. Cakes, yeah. Fruits sometimes. Ooh, there is uh, this food called um, baklava or uh, mushabak. It's like traditionally, there's an ethnic group called Adare in Ethiopia, and it's pretty much what uh, their traditional food is, and that is very sweet, and it's used as a dessert in some parts of the country. I don't have others at the top of my head. Just cake, pretty much okay. what it is in here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, we're nearing we're nearing the end of our time. Is there anything other? like things that are major that you wanted to cover that I forgot or you guys just want to talk about? I like to talk about porridge. Okay, like oh, yeah. we call it gat in Itigrinya. It's one of my favorite food. We eat it like in the morning. It's yeah, most of it's the like time it's breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. So it's made out of wheat. 
and we put like butter and berbera, the spicy thing, uh, inside okay. it. It's everywhere, berbera, it's everywhere. <laughs> and it has yogurts like surrounding the whole thing. So it's one of my favorite food. Um, I love that, yeah. Just want to share it. Uh, for me, uh, one of my favorite foods is actually kutpo. I think I'm biased because I'm groggy. That's <laughs> what I've been eating <laughs> for a lot of times. But like, it's it's basically really chopped off uh, red meat. It has to be red meat, mm. and you have to chop it off like in very tiny pieces using your hand. It's very oh, different what? if you use uh, like uh, like a machine to chop it compared to hand. Oh, okay. Uh, I, it's really weird, but it, but it tastes really different. Okay. So you chop it off. Uh, you, there's like a special butter that is made. So our butter, we just don't use it. Uh, there's this th pro there's a process uh, that the butter has to go through. We put like oh uh, my, let me koramima, like uh, different herbs to give like a better taste to the butter. So you put the butter in. We put mitmita. Mitmita is another version of burberry, but it's okay. very <laughs> spicy. Like you don't put it like in a food. It's like a side yeah. thing. You just take. You put that. You put. We put like a like grinded koramima. Then mix it all up, heat it up so that you don't get sick. And like you uh, eat that. It's kind of raw, but like not fully. You eat that with uh, this other like a bread thing called kocho. Uh, it is 100% fiber, the kocho, it's like a braid, 100% fiber. It's, it came from like, uh, there's this plant which is only found in Ethiopia, it's called insects. And people take that kocho from, they make the kocho from the, the product of insects. And like you eat the kutfo with the kocho and it is really delicious. And it's, it, it's pretty much my favorite food actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You guys have mentioned the spiciness a lot, like, <laughs> compared to, like, I, I can already guess that, like, compared to American Spice, it's probably very spicy, oh, yeah. but, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, is, is this, how would you describe the spice, I guess? <laughs> like, five-star spice? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> five-star. Like, when you have, like, a spicy, wait, you have, like, a spicy... They give you number, right, from one to five? Yeah. So it's, like, most of the time, it's five. Yeah, like, the spicy food here... <laughs> For me, it's like nothing. Like, so you would need like an American scale. If it was five, you would need like a ten, probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. 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 Mitmita is like way spicy. That is that is on another level. That is very spicy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I didn't like know that like Ethiopian food is known to be so spicy, but uh, yeah, it is uh, very spicy. That's, that's a good note. Though. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. Yeah, there are spicy food but like the spicy ones are the great way i think yeah yeah, <laughs> spicy sauce. yeah. i love when my guests come on and talk about spicy food because they're <laughs> everyone's always just like yeah it's very hard to get like good spicy food here because you know americans are lame and you know can't tolerate <laughs> the pain <laughs> um, yeah okay so one of the segments i like to do is uh drunk food or junk food if you don't have experience with drunk food but uh your favorite go-to food for when you're just feeling lazy or after a night out is it like asian or food or yeah any food um well, you can do both like a uh, junk food you say yeah 
I don't think we have a junk food. <laughs> you yeah. guys are just I so healthy, huh? That is, like, <laughs> for instance, I don't work out at all. Like, I just started working out. <laughs> but, like, my weight is pretty constant, even though I eat a lot of Ethiopian food. Like, you don't, you usually don't get weight. That's good of yeah. You don't, like, you barely see people that are overweight. Unless there is a special circumstances. Mm -hmm. uh, we, I don't think we have a junk food, really. My go-to food would be, I think dips. Yeah, that's, that's, it's easier to prepare. You have, uh, the ingredients are easy to find. So that, that would be my go-to food. Okay. Yeah. Same, yeah. In Asia, we don't have junk food, too. <laughs> and uh, my go-to food would be uh, bison which is made out of lentil, uh, uh, onion, and like all the spicy stuff on it, you know? <laughs> That's one of my favorite food too, so yeah. Okay. And, it's, and I love doing it too. Like I love making it on my own, so Okay. Yeah. So I guess just uh, go get your uh, McDonald's for the junk food. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe beyond junk food and just like not food, maybe. <laughs> McDonald's in a whole other level, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so before we end, I like to get a favorite food memory for my guests. Mm -hmm. So just a time when you ate food or made food that just makes you really, really happy. And it doesn't have to be Ethiopian or Eritrean food. For me, I like cooking. Like on Fridays, I told you we have a, like a game together. Like and We usually have tips or cut food during that time. And I like making tips during those occasions because there's a lot of people who look like me around. We speak Amharic and like, there is a very good sense of community. I feel like I'm back home during those times, so I like making tips during those times, I guess, yeah. Yeah, for me it's a gat, the porridge I told you about. And like my favorite like story was, I think my brother was fasting and I love porridge so I was trying to make it and I had no clue how to make it. So I called my best friend, I was like, how do you make this? And she told me, I'm like, okay, I'll try it. So I did it and at the end it was, I was like, it was better than my mom's, I think. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Ooh, that is a big statement. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's trying to keep your feelings. No, my mom was like, oh, this is, you good at this. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a natural, what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> you made me feel good. Yeah. Um, then, uh, do you guys want to do a quick plug for uh, your student union association? Yeah, so EESU is Airshan Ethiopian Student Union. And we have like our, this is our first year in UW. I'm one of the officers, Eastern officer. So we have it every other Friday. Yeah, the Ethnic Cultural Center. True. And this time we're having like some celebration as always. We're, we're coming out with what to do today. And and there's like, we, there's always Ethiopian food actually. Okay. Like in excess amount, people <laughs> who wanna try food, they should come, right? True. Even over eaters have Ethiopian food. Yeah. Just search Ethiopian food, and you will get it there. <laughs> Plus, just want to mention if like anybody is interested in making food, there are YouTube videos, both in English and in Amharic, for anybody who is interested to make any type of Ethiopian food. It's very mm -hmm. surprising. They have videos showing every single state. <laughs> You should try it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you should try okay. it. <laughs> I, yes, I intend on uh, trying Ethiopian food first, and then, and then maybe I'll look into maybe cooking it, some of it <laughs> myself, right? Yeah. Gotcha. 
Um, well, all right, guys. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Yeah, thank we you. appreciate for your time. Yeah, yeah. thank you for thank having you us. For having of us. course. This has been a wonderful conversation. And uh, hopefully our listeners learn something and have some new places to try. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. This has been another episode of Home Plates. New episodes are out every Wednesday. I'm Aiden Walker. And I'm Blake Peterson. Together, we host a podcast called Cinema Adventure, where we discuss movies with important guests, talk about their favorite movies, and recommend movies that you may have never heard of before. So join us every other Monday on the Soundbite Network so we can film you in. Uh, Wasn't that good? It was really good. It's a good pun, isn't it? Seattle Seahawks have the best offensive line in NFL history. Kyle Seeger is the better Seeger brother. Markel Fultz is the best player on the Sixers. Hashtag trust the process. Okay, we don't actually believe any of these things, but if you want to hear our thoughts on topics like these, tune into the Boxing Podcast with Chris Ankiko, Alec Dietz, and Andy Amashta every Friday on the Soundbite Network. For more like this and other great shows covering sports, science, relationships, and the arts, visit the Soundbites website, uwpodcast.com. That's uwpodcast.com.